Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Brute Force. If it doesn't work, you're just not using enough. You're listening to Software Radio. Special Operations Military News and Straight Talk with the Guys in the Community. Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Soft Rep Radio. I'm your host this afternoon, excuse me, Steve Balistrieri. Joining me is we have a very special guest. Uh, she's here to talk about. Code of Vets is something founded by herself, is Gretchen Smith. She's an Air Force veteran. We're going to talk to her about this. This is a uh, a, a great organization that's out there helping veterans. She's got about, I don't know, about 350,000 followers on Twitter, I, I believe, and, and also a big following on Facebook. So if you're looking for something to donate to to help veterans, and we're going to get into all this check out code of vets but right now we want to welcome gretchen to the uh to the podcast as she answered the call and that's one of the things we love about military people that they'll answer the call and uh it was a last minute thing we contacted her just this afternoon and she's making time for us so 
we, we greatly appreciate that. Gretchen, welcome to Soft Rep Radio. And uh, thanks for taking the time today. Oh, my gosh. It's a pleasure, Steve. Thanks for having me. You know, veterans, we adapt and overcome. So anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, with you know, as we talked about offline just a little bit with, you know, it was, it's been such a crazy week with the election and everything going on. And, you know, we had heck, we dropped the ball on our end when it came to our, our podcast this week. So, uh, you know, we contacted you and you answered the call and and we greatly appreciate that. Oh, hey, I'm excited. I, I just want to say thank you for sharing our mission. It's such a beautiful, sacred one. Absolutely. And, you know, we're we're at that time of the year, we're getting the a Veterans Day where, you know, people become a little bit more aware of veterans. And, you know, for those of us who served, we're aware of veterans and, and some of the struggles that they face year round. But, you know, for our public, there's always so much going on with them. And as it is right now, you know, sometimes uh, veterans get pushed onto the back burner. And, and this is a great time to bring awareness to, you know, what you guys do and what you're up to. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about yourself. Um, you, you know, fill in our listeners all about Gretchen Smith, where you're from. I know you were Air Force vet and, you know, talk a little bit about that as well. Well, you know, I grew up in poverty and in a, in a family that was dysfunctional. And so for me, the military was a way out uh, to start my own life, to create a sense of normalcy. And the Air Force, I may not have been good for the Air Force up front initially, but the Air Force was great for me. It just gave me a stable environment, a family, um, just really instilled the values that I needed to have a successful life. I met my husband over in Ramstein, Germany, where we were both serving. And it just was a good fit for us. And we both look back at our time in the military and, you know, in the Air Force and just really give credit to that foundation that was created for us uh, as we uh, moved, transitioned from teenage years into young adulthood. Um, the, the Air Force instilled those values that we needed um, in order to be a successful citizens. And we have had an incredible life. We uh, created our own version of the American dream. And we were proud to be airmen. Uh, and so that, that's, you know, that, and I, I grew up in North Carolina, the mountains of North Carolina. So when I did join the Air Force, oh my gosh, it was such an eye opener for me because I, you know, I grew up in a bubble, so to speak, in, in the Appalachian um, region and, uh, you know, just very, very poor, very, and just had a very limited view of, of life. And so when I was able to travel with the Air Force and serve overseas, it, 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 I was like a sponge, you know, I really, I really grew up and it gave me just a great broad world view um, of who we are as Americans and how unique our country truly is. It's extraordinary. And it gave me just a deeper sense of pride and patriotism to know that we live in the greatest um, country known to man. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a great way to put it. In fact, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because when you talk about growing up in the mountains of North Carolina, I always remember uh, I was a special forces uh, uh, instructor at the SF school. And uh, one of the courses we ran for officers, I was manning a point out in the middle of nowhere and right near a church out in the, in the mountains in North Carolina. And officers would have to navigate across the mountain and check in. And there was a old man who lived up in right near the church and he saw my little tent set up there and i was up there all week and him and his dog would come up and see me every day and we'd shoot the breeze about things and you know i asked him how long he had been living 
up there in the mountains. He said he was born in the house he lived in. And uh, his grandfather actually built the house and that's been their home. And I, I, you know, we talked about traveling and being in the military and he was just shaking his head. The farthest he ever had been is Asheville, which was only about 15 miles away. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was like, he was like, I, yeah, he's like, I can't even, you know, fathom going that far away. He's like the farthest I ever went was Asheville because him and his wife, they went to Asheville, which was 15 miles away about, more yeah, or less. I grew up very close to Asheville. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah mountain uh, people, they don't, they don't venture too far off the mountain, that's for sure. No, and uh, that was their honeymoon. And he was like, yeah, we, you know, we got in there and saw the city of Asheville. And then we came home and we've been living on the farm ever since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like my kin. <laughs> <laughs> It's a beautiful part of the country. Though. It, it is. Really is. Oh my gosh. I love the mountains. I, you know, you know, I, my dad is buried in Waynesville, North Carolina, where both sides of my family are from in Haywood County. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's every time I go there to visit, I just, it's just, it's so beautiful. I absolutely love everything about it. I, I definitely would love to retire down. In, I told you earlier down in Florida, but I would love to have a little place in the mountains um, just to, to be able to go visit dad's grave and, um, and to reconnect with my family. Um, it was just, it's, it was a special way to grow up. We were very, very poor. We were, we deaf, we lived in poverty. Um, mm-hmm. but there were some, you know, we, there was dysfunction, but I have some beautiful memories of uh, romping around in the mountains. <laughs> well, it's a great place to grow up. I, I know growing up poor isn't the greatest thing, but I mean, you could pick a lot worse places to grow up than in the mountains in That's North right. Carolina. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, and let's talk about your dad. Um, you, you mentioned your dad's buried up there because this is how you, you started your Code mm-hmm. for Vets. Was you know Your inspiration was your father. And please tell us all about him. Yeah, dad, you know, dad, obviously, you know, he grew up in the mountains of North Carolina, too. He was a mountain boy. He uh, volunteered to serve. He was an airborne infantry, served in Vietnam. And he came back a changed man, Steve. He just never really did get the help that he needed. He turned to drugs and alcohol, was very unstable, had just lived a very chaotic life. But he did reach out once um, when he had initially come back from war. He went to the, the VA, actually, in Asheville, North Carolina, and he was told he had something uh, called shell shock, uh, and the doctor told him he needed to suck it up and be a man and basically never speak of it again. And, you know, it was PTSD, and he just – he never could um, – get over what he had done, what he had seen, the sights, the smells. Some of his, you know, closest buddies were killed right beside him in very gruesome and gory ways. And, you know, dad was a point man and, you know, he did, he he had done some stuff. So he, he just could not find that peace and he did not get the help. And I lost dad back in 2005 and I sat down with him um, probably five years before he died and I was crying and I just said, dad, what are you doing? Uh, you know, yeah, I love you. You know, you've got kids and grandkids that need you. And he just looked at me, Steve, with just big tears in his eyes. And they just started rolling. And he said, Gretchen, I'm tired. He said, I'm tired and I can't fight them anymore. He said, they've won. And he said, I'm ready to go home. I'm done. Uh, and it just, that conversation really stuck with me. Those words seared my soul. 
and I wanted to do something um, to honor my dad's life, his service, and his death. And and so I started Code of Vets you know, as a Twitter page to honor him and just to talk about him from you know a daughter's perspective. I love my dad. He was my hero, even though he wasn't the greatest dad in the world. Um, I understood that there were a lot of you know troubles that came with dad uh, from his time in war, and. I could have that's exploded from day one. It really took off, and a year later, it became a nonprofit. And we've been able to do some phenomenal work um, stemming from my dad's death. So I truly have turned it into something powerful and into something good. That's fantastic, and you know that's it's such a it's such a powerful story, and it, it's a typical one. Unfortunately, for the guys who came back from Vietnam, we didn't know how to handle things and we still really don't when it comes to ptsd we're getting better with it but we're still not there by any stretch of the imagination i mean it's a struggle now unfortunately a lot of those guys from that generation you know they were cast aside and uh it's something our country shouldn't be very proud of when it comes to that um you know I know even our our veterans of today, they don't do enough, I don't believe, for PTSD. And we still don't understand it enough. I, you know, I think that's something they're, they're putting a lot of money and effort into. I mean, you look at all the veteran suicides and a lot of that is stems straight from PTSD. And it's so sad to hear that. And your dad was also exposed to Agent Orange as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he had a lot of medical issues as well, which I think contributed just to his giving up. Um, He had diabetes. He had one of his toes had been surgically removed. He was amputated, and they were he he almost lost his foot. But they were the VA was able to save the foot and just took one toe. They had a lot of different medical issues stemming from the Agent Orange, and you know he was tired not only you know mentally and emotionally but physically as well, just fighting that fight. Um, just from that exposure, and it caused it was causing so much damage in his body as he was aging, and, and Dad was 100% service connect, and it just yeah, and Dad did not shoot himself, did he? He did not overdose on pills, and I, I, I want to share this because I think our veterans need to hear this. When you know, when I was talking to Dad, he he said, "You see that gun sitting over there, Gretchen?" He said, "I'm not going to blow my head off because I I love you kids too much." And then he pointed at the bottle. He said, "You see that bottle?" He said it's going to do the exact same thing, and it did. The sugar and the alcohol, Dad knew it was his plan. It was way his way out. We tried to do interventions, and it just didn't work. Dad was done with living. He just had given up, and so he drank himself to death. And I think there are so many veterans out there that are they do the same thing with the same purpose in mind. They know it's going to end their life, and we don't count those deaths, and we should be. When uh, it's it, for me, there are so many deaths in our community, and that's why I was so compelled, you know, t- to start Code of Vets and just to start talking about it because there is still some stigma attached to PTSD, and we still have such an issue with suicide in our community from different ways. Some, you know, some of some some of them crash their car or, or motorcycle into a tree. We've got you know homeless vets out under a uh, a bridge who've OD'd, you know, and they they'll they'll log it up or it'll be classified as a, an, a you know, an accidental overdose or something. And so, but there's just, it's, I think it's rampant in our community. And I really think that we need to talk about it as veterans and figure it out together. I don't think throwing money um, at suicide is going to fix it. I think it's a heart issue. It's a soul issue. And we are the ones that need to come together in historic numbers 
And, and I, I think we're the solution, Steve. I think it's our community helping each other, being there for each other, um, creating like an informal national network just to be there in those dark moments. We have actually three credit vets because we operate purely on social media platforms and my, primarily Twitter, but we've been able to save several lives by being there in those particular moments. All they have to do is send a direct message and, you know, to, to me or my partner or to our, our team and just say, I'm in trouble. I'm done. You know, I can't do this anymore. And when you can get a veteran, another veteran there to talk them through it in those dark moments, um, there, you know, there's, there's a big chance that they're going to pull through that and, and live to see another day. It's just when our veterans isolate themselves and shut themselves out and refuse to reach out, those are the ones I really worry about. Those are the ones who just do it. Uh, but for the ones who are thinking about it or on that ledge and they reach out, um, it's powerful to have somebody there that say, I care about you, what is going on, and just listen to what they have to say and let them get it off their chest, what, what they've been carrying all these years. I couldn't agree more with what you just said right there, because that's one of the things that social media is really good for. Now, we all complain about social media and with good cause at times, because it can be a quagmire, I think, out there. But you know, when it comes to veterans, especially, you know, uh, you know, uh, some of our older vets, a lot of those people are isolated. And that's yes. one of the things that, that, uh, I know speaking personally, I, since Facebook came around, I, we didn't have that when I, when I got out and, uh, you know, all the guys I knew in special forces, now we all stay in touch now. And it, it, it's yeah. really, really good. Because, you know, we, we, when we find out when somebody's hurting, when somebody needs assistance, and a lot of times guys won't ask for it, but, you know, it comes to yeah, everyone. Yeah, there's a lot of pride. There's a lot of pride in our community, and that's, you know, that's another message I try to get out there is set that aside. You know, do not choose suicide because there's, there's always a path forward. There's always hope. Um, and you're here for a reason, you know, taking your life, it, it just, it devastates not only the immediate family, but the friends and uh, the the people that you've served with in the military. They're just a ripple effect. And all of us have to carry each and single one of these deaths. And it's just, it's horrific. Um, it's, and it's very harmful to us. So I, I'm all for, and I really do believe in us being there for each other in those moments. I, th I think it makes a huge difference. And I love your community, the special forces community, because you guys are real tight. You're, you know, well, you're small, you're a small, small group and you can have each other's backs. And um, it's amazing, you know, we need to follow your lead and just, it, and continue to grow. And not just Code of Vets, but all of our vet orgs out there, you know, just to, to connect with each other and find ways to save as many vets as we can. Yeah. And, you know, that was one of the issues with Vietnam because the guys went over there singularly and came back singularly. So they lost that, you know, they, they lost that camaraderie and exposure yeah. to their fellow vets. And, you know, guys would separate and, you know, guys, you know, when one fellow came home, there were, you know, all of his buddies were still over there. And, so it was easier for them to lose touch than it is nowadays where, you know, guys like myself, we, we worked and lived in small units. So we were able to maintain contact with each other. But yeah. when you talk about the stigma 
uh, about seeking help, especially with PTSD. It was funny because uh, just a couple of months ago, I had uh, General Don Bolduc, who used to be a, uh, one of the generals in charge of special operations. And he's been the only general officer that came forward to admit that he's had trouble and he needed help with PTSD. And he got a lot of um, a lot of light thrown on it when he came forward because he was the first general officer to come forward and admit it that he had problems. And um, we had a really good talk with him a couple of months ago because I think this is something that, again, I think he hit the nail on the head. You know, I mean, all the research in the world, I think it's great. You know, if they can find a way to reach through the myriad of brain functions to figure out what can help. I think that's great, but uh, nothing helps vets more than being able to talk with another one. Exactly. Exactly. I am, I am familiar with General Boldick and, you know, I've seen him, I, I saw a little bit of his story out on social media. I practically live on Twitter, <laughs> but yeah, he, he did a great service to our community by stepping forward. We need more of our upper echelon uh, to, to, to come forward to help us out. It's just suicide just isn't in rank and file. It's, it's in our officers as well. It impacts the entire community and it just helps to see when, you know, a general has, you know, the, the fortitude like General Boldick to come forward to say, hey, I, you know, this, this was an issue for me. I had to go get help. And veterans need to know it's okay. You know, you can't, you can't suck it up. You can't embrace the suck. Um, PTSD is something different. It's something that some um, of our brothers and sisters in arms need help with. And if there's, and, but we also need to talk about and look at, at the fact that they are risking their security clearance and their gun rights as well. So that's, we need to continue to work on that because I know veterans personally that I've tried to help they've had their uh, gun rights taken from them because they've reached out for help. And that's just not right. You know, if they're reaching out to get the assistance they need, there's no reason we should be pulling their rights permanently. So, yeah, it, it's a fine line they walk. And we've had veterans, you know, with, with jobs where they've had to have their security clearance. It's, it's how they make their living. And they've been afraid to reach out for help. So there's yeah, some, still some things that we need to improve upon. And that is, they should never lose their security clearance for asking for help. Um, no, absolutely not. But it's, it still happens. You know, I, you know, I know for, we've experienced ourselves that ourselves with that, my organization, we've, you know, tried, tried to get some vets, some assistance and we've watched their clearance be stripped from them, which is just totally absurd. I mean, when they are the ones who's reaching out saying, Hey, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to have to try something different. You know, the alcohol is not helping. Um, I can't self-medicate anymore. I do need the help. Um, and we've, we've seen security clearances and gun rights removed and it's just wrong. It's wrong on every level. Uh, and we need to fight against that and stand against it. And we need to encourage our vets to come forward and we need to protect them though in the process. Absolutely. And, uh, so let's get back to code of vets because, uh, this, this is a, Amazing. I mean, I was reading over some of the stuff on social media about your your organization. I mean, in the last two years, you've raised over two million dollars to help thousands <laughs> yes. of veterans. And you know, the the one question when you know, and it's the world we live in today, everyone always asks, "Well, how much actually goes to the veterans?" Well, ninety eight percent of the money goes <laughs> so to veterans. Proud. Yeah. Oh my God! And you should be. 
already cost? I literally want to scream that from the mountaintop. <laughs> 98 cents on the dollar goes to the veterans. Two cents goes to operating costs. I don't think that anyone can sit there and say, well, this is a five, 501c3 that uh, you know needs to be investigated. We've been audited, and I have my full report out there because I'm so stinking proud of what I've created and built, along with my partner and team. Uh, I have to I have to give a shout out to Dr. Cindy Walter. She has her PhD in public health. She is my partner. She has elevated Code of Vets. She's a professional veteran advocate, has been since 2004, and she's the one who vets our veterans because that's always an issue. Stolen valor. We have to make sure that the guys and gals that we are helping that they did serve and they served with honor. So she's got that uh, responsibility and does a phenomenal job with it. She's been doing it for years. So anyway, she puts together cases for the veterans that need more um, intense help other than just financial assistance. If, if we need, we, we, we've taken veterans off the streets, out of barns, out of cars, you name it. We do very small, you know, things. We, we assist with shoes or groceries, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, we assist homeless veterans or veterans who are in crisis and may need to get to a facility to get some inpatient treatment, whether it's for drugs, alcohol, or for their PTSD or a combination. So she, the woman is uh, phenomenal with what she does behind the scenes. And then I get out there on social media, I share the stories, each individual veteran, and, we, and I raise the funds. Uh, and I've become very effective uh, very quickly because I'm transparent with how uh, we operate. I put the, the PayPal receipts out once we uh, send the veterans their funds. We're raising funds in real time. I literally am raising funds for veterans one at a time. And as the money flows through, and it's been over $2 million in two years, I've pushed that $2 million back out to, directly to the veterans in need. There, you know, we have minimal wait time. Um, it's just been, it's, we, again, we're just a very unique um, organization and it just, it, it happened organically, but I found that there's a niche and there's a need for code of vets in the veteran community. And we are, we're just killing it, Steve, out in the social media world. <laughs> I just want to say. <laughs> I've seen some of your Twitter posts. So yeah, I think you are. And I think that's fantastic. Now, do you have any corporate sponsors or anyone you know given, what? or is this all just small Small this stuff coming. Has been, yeah, it's all been small donations across the country. We help veterans in every state of the nation because we're social media, um, and we pull in donations uh, from actually around the world, but you know, mainly from the United States. But it, it, I have, I do have to say, very, very recently, as recent as last week and this week, we just got our first um, mega donor. Uh, we had a, a family who is very wealthy set up a foundation, a charitable account for Code of Vets in the amount of $600,000. Wow. Yes, that's a big <laughs> wow. And that's not, and that's just the start. Um, they have a lot of connections. Um, Code of Vets will be seeing more bigger donors uh, coming, you know, through this family. It, I'm literally floored, but I'm telling you what, Steve, the the need in our community is staggering right now, especially with, uh, you know, the COVID shutdown and restrictions that throughout this year, so many vet families, and I know Americans in general have just really been harmed by that shutdown. Uh, there's, there is a true financial crisis, and I, you know, specifically deal with the veteran family. So this, the funds that I have raised on my own and the 
what what I foresee here in the very short future coming, we're going to be able to help so many more vet families. And again, I'm keeping that 2% operating cost because it is about veterans. And, the, you know, the only reason I started this was to honor dad. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a great way to do this is to grow it as big as possible, help as many vets as possible. Uh, and just, just let the veterans know that, hey, your nation cares about you. And the veteran community, you know, we're here for you. And whatever resources we have, it's for you. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's dot that's great and I, that was you kind of segued into my next question which was you know with the covid going on and everyone is hurting right now because so many businesses are either shut down or severely curtailed i didn't know if it was hurting your uh you know ability to raise donations for for your organization uh it hasn't it has not i 
I was very concerned about that myself. And each month I keep thinking um, this may be the month that we get hit, you know, that, you know, the donations are, are drastically decreased. But last month we had one of our record months. It was $200,000 I raised. And I have like $500 in our PayPal account. That's so that goes to tell you that literally all that money is going right back out to the veterans. So I'm starting all over here in November. But I, you know, and plus I got this new, the new funds that we'll have access to uh, soon from this foundation. But anyway, I'm just floored. Uh, people have really come through for the veterans. But also they trust Credit Vets because they know they get to see the veterans face because we post a picture, their first name, because we try to give a, you know, a little bit of privacy. Um, mm -hmm. And what the, the need is. And right now we've really been focusing on um, past utilities, uh, utilities disconnect, disconnect notices. We do have, ha we've, or we've had some veterans who've been sitting without running water or electricity that they've been shut off. We've got eviction notices, foreclosure notices, auto repos, so, uh, food inconsistencies. And this is across the country. Um, and we have been pushing out as much of the funds as quickly as possible. I tried to get through as many of these vets as we we have, and we have a long line. Uh, they are they've been incredibly harmed financially um, by this COVID shutdown. So, and we've got veterans who used all of their savings. We've even assisted some officers. Um, mm. It's it's yeah, it's just been absolutely mind blowing. The need out there, it's staggering. And I don't care how much funding anyone, including Code of S, any organization out there, it is not enough to cover the historic need that we are experiencing right now. Mm. That's uh, it gives me hope, though, that as a uh, as a country, we're still on the right path. When I hear that, because you know, um, even amongst everyone kind of suffering right now, the fact that people are still out there donating to causes yeah. like your own, that gives me hope that we're, we still have hope for us as a people, because there's been some times in the last couple of years, I've, I've actually had some doubts about that. So that that's yeah, good news. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. And I, you know, I've been the same way. I'm like a roller coaster. I lead with my heart. I lead with my emotion. <laughs> I think it's part of the reasons that Code of Vets has been successful is you know, I am who I am, and I'm just out there. I literally have such a heart for the veterans, and, you know, I miss my dad, and I, I just, I, I don't want any other family to go through what we did, which which it happens every day, unfortunately, but I am out there pushing as hard as I can to raise as many, many funds as I can to cover, I, I'd love to cover all the vets out there struggling, or, you know, mm -hmm. that are behind the bills due to something that's beyond their control, and we're not talking about men and women who are inconsistent with uh, employment that we generally pre COVID were dealing with homeless and, you know, people who struggled with some drugs and alcohol issues, you know, as any vet org would, but right now we're dealing with like good solid men and women with solid work histories. And they are just devastated that they can't work and provide for their family or they were out of a job for four or five or six months or they're looking for a job that was somewhat comparable to the one they lost. And they've mm -hmm. gone through all their savings. They've, they've let uh, their car go. We've, we've got some veterans that have no transportation walking to work. Uh, it's just, I have never seen anything like this in my lifetime, but I'm also uh, like you, it gives me hope to see that when I post these stories out there and it touches the American people's uh, hearts, the donors' hearts that still have their job, that are fortunate to have their paycheck, or, you know, some of their donors who are wealthier, 
they're like, Gretchen, I'm in, you know, I, I want to help. I want to do my part. And that's, and it's been beautiful and it's been very uplifting for me and for my team to see that, that there's still good in our country. There's a lot of good in our country and we do care about each other. And I think we are, you know, we're in a dark time right now, but we're going to get past it. We're going to get through it together. And, you know, I, I think that's where, Again, there's so much negativity on social media these days. When people see your posts, everything is so positive with those. I was going through all your Twitter timeline today, and it's so positive, and it's rare to see that today. And I think that strikes a chord with people. I think that's probably why you have so many followers on Twitter now. Yeah, I, I do. I want to be, I want to shine, you know, our, my American spirit, American light, God's light. I'm a Christian. I, you know, I, I have hope. I feel like we have, you know, our, especially our veteran community, the military community, we've sacrificed our blood, lives, and tears uh, to secure our freedoms. And I want to get out there as a veteran, as an American and show, you know, what, what it truly is like to, to, to be an American and to have that love for our nation, uh, and I do that every day, and I do it for the veterans. Um, the veterans have my heart, um, but my, you know, <laughs> but my soul, you know, is red, white, and blue to the core. Oh my gosh, my dad <laughs> passed that on to me. He was hardcore, um, you know, American love, old glory, and everything she stood for. And I, as you know, I have to share this real quick. As a kid, I always watched my dad. My dad had so many problems. But whenever he was around the flag or he took the flag down and was folding it, he did it with such reverence. And there was just this look of awe um, in his eyes. Uh, and, and, you know, when he got off the plane, he had some brothers underneath that flag. Uh, and, and dad always took old glory so seriously. And he passed that passion on to me. Uh, and I, that's, you know, that's, I'll never be able to repay dad for what he's given to me as a, as an, you know, as a child and as an adult, as he passed on the love of country and the reverence for our flag and everything it stands for. And now that, you know, he's gone and I, and I understand better, you know, what he went through because the more veterans I talk to and help, it, it actually brings me peace about my dad because it helps me to understand that uh, better. And, and I just feel like that, we, you know, I can be a small part, could have, can be a small part of being something good in our country right now when we're going through such a tough and unsettled time. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, we talk about unsettled right now with this election <laughs> oh, going on. Oh, my yeah, God. It's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it is. We could have a whole different podcast on that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could, we could probably talk for about a month <laughs> and a half on that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I I wanted to ask you, um, I mean, for the amount of money that's coming in and the help that's going out, how big a staff do you have? Oh, my gosh, you're going to laugh. So so really, realistically, it's Cindy and I who run Code of Vets. She does the vetting and puts together casework for the vets who actually need, you know, a little bit more assistance than just funding. I do all the fundraising. I do the 501c3 part, do the business end of it, and do the social media, uh, the media. So we do have a team. She she has three or four uh, other people that work underneath her, and she will farm veterans out to them for simple needs um, mm -hmm. that they can handle. But the more like if if it's a homeless case or something complex, then you know Cindy's the one who's in charge of it. So we we honestly 
Cindy and I work 24-7. We work seven days a week. Neither one of us get paid. We work on our birthdays. We work on Christmas. Thanksgiving Day, I'll be working. <laughs> but we do it because it's a passion. And we both are driven for, you know, she has her, her son's a Marine. Her husband was a Vietnam era vet. You know, I, I'm a veteran myself. So I have my, you know, my dad is my reason. So we both have our own different reasons. But I feel like we cross paths for a reason. Um, God put her um, in the path of Code of Vets. She was following Code of Vets and, you know, messaged me. And we started talking on the phone. And we just have become this fierce team, um, two women, just, just with this heart for veterans. Um, and it's the way we have it set up. And because we don't have brick and mortar and we both run it from our homes, that's where we're able to accomplish what we do. And we have this system in place where after we vet the veterans and I raise the funds, we actually could probably quadruple the veterans that we're assisting now. Um, just to, just how smooth it runs. Uh, and it's, it's just, we need more funding. <laughs> You know, so if anybody's out there listening, you know, and you want your money to go to veterans, um, if you give it to Code of Vets, uh, 98% of it will go to a veteran. That's awesome. Uh, you know, one of the things I saw on your website was <clears throat> you've caught the attention of some celebrities and public figures. And I'll, I'll mention a few of them because they were listed on your website. Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, Sidney Powell. Larry the Cable Guy, the Oak Ridge Boy, Scott Bio, Herschel Walker, Charlie Daniels. Now, um, I saw a picture of you on on, mm-hmm. on your bio page with Charlie Daniels, and I, I got to ask you because I was a big Charlie Daniels fan. What was Charlie like? The salt of the earth. One of the one of the best men I've ever met in my life. A giant walking amongst us when he was living. He he passed away in July, and right. we we yeah. officially we formally partnered and did some interviews together um, this year, early in the year before he passed away. And I I do have to give credit to Charlie Daniels and the Journey Home Project, which is that's his veteran organization that they elevated Cadets this year when we formally par- partnered on April seventeenth we exploded with with donations and that's because charlie went on to fox news and he did uh, you know quite a few interviews himself and then we did them together uh, and he got us out there uh, he got us recognized and people started noticing that hey you know they've got a two percent operating cost that's pretty darn good you know uh, and i i will forever be grateful to charlie i'm going to continue speaking his name and assisting with his legacy in the in the veteran community in the veteran world he was such, he had such a heart for the military um always had and um i <laughs> he was amazing he he was a true hero for veterans because he he genuinely loved all of us and it just he was so grateful for anyone who had served and he was so gracious to code of vets you know by pushing donations our way and just and and really um, talking about, you know, how we were helping veterans in real time um, using social media, which was very, it was very different for him, from him, for him. He had never seen anything like it. And that's why he wanted to jump on board and um, give me his name so that I, you know, to help me grow. And he did. Uh, and so I, I will always be indebted to him. And I will always be a huge fan of Charlie Daniels. He was a I'm good glad. man. I'm glad to hear that because sometimes you meet celebrities and they don't kind of match up to what you had in mind and it's good oh, to hear he was, that he was he was so much more he he just he was uh he was a beautiful soul um and you know he loved god and he loved the military and that's you know that's what he would say and i i just you know it was 
so easy to, to love Charlie Daniels. I grew up, you know, in the mountains of North Carolina. Oh my gosh, he, you know, he was a legend all over the world and country. But and you know, he, I grew up on his music, uh, and yeah. it just was for me. I was just blown away when I met him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was very gracious. He was you know, a very good man. Yeah, that well, when I was looking at those names, I, you know. Um, <clears throat> one that jumped off of course was charlie daniels but obviously larry the cable guy who i'm a big fan of as well so yeah uh, oh yeah he had me on his radio show to um, <laughs> promote my mission and he's and he sent me some stuff too uh so he's, he's a great guy he has donated he actually covered a couple of veterans because he's out in nebraska so whenever i do mm -hmm. you know if i post if he sees it you know he sees a nebraska veteran that i post he'll send me the funds for it so he's been great for and um, code of vets, you know, for elevating us too. There's so I I had two phone calls with Herschel Walker. My husband was so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, you know, he he gave his name, you know, lend his name to code of vets too. Last year we did something together and uh, it was amazing. I'm just I've been so blessed. I literally I am a nobody in Middle Tennessee. I'm just an airman, E4. Um, but I've, you know, I opened my heart and my mouth, <laughs> you know, for the veteran community. And uh, it's just, there's so much need out there. And the, the veterans cause is so worthy and sacred without our men and women in uniform, we would not have this, this country. And it's such an honor to be able to walk amongst them every day and to be a part of this community. I'm just so proud of it, Steve. I wish, I wish I could do more. If I could raise Two hundred million dollars and and give ninety eight percent of it back. I and I would not take a paycheck. I just for me, um, this this is just my heart. I just feel like God has called me to do this, and it's just I've never had so much joy aside from you know when my children were born. I've never been so fulfilled or had so much joy as to give back to the veteran community to to, to give them a little bit of hope and motivation, and you know just to say hey, keep going. We've got you. We've got your back. Well, I have to disagree with you on one thing. You're not a nobody from Middle Tennessee. Uh, you know, people who do what you do aren't, aren't nobodies. And, you know, we're thankful that there's people like you out there uh, taking care of veterans. And for myself, who, my, you know, a veteran myself, I, I thank you very, very much for that. I think that's fantastic, everything you're doing. It's just amazing that all of this is basically being done by two women uh not just because you're women just two people you know what i mean uh, i i yeah. find that absolutely amazing and you know uh there's a place in heaven for people like you well thank you steve i you know and i i don't know i just love doing it it's it, for me it's an honor it is it is such an honor to be able to um be a small part of the veteran community and and to be an activist for them and to be a voice and there, and thank you for doing what you do, you know, because what you, your podcast is a voice. Uh, we all need to be out there doing our part because the, the need is great. It's real. Uh, and there, I don't think there's a worthier cause than, than the veterans. Well, I couldn't agree with you more on that one. Please tell all our listeners how they can donate and uh, where to check out your website and all the stuff that you do, especially on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Codevets.com is our website. So veterans, if you are out there in need or if you have a family member who is a veteran that's struggling due to the COVID restrictions and shutdown, just let us know. Fill out a vet need form. Uh, we will get you in line and we will get to you. 
our line is long, but we actually get through it fairly quickly. Uh, and follow us on on Twitter, Code of Vets, at Code of Vets. Um, if you do not have a Twitter account, I'm telling you, <laughs> you would you would enjoy creating an account just to follow the work that we do because I have to tell you, it's pretty darn phenomenal. We and I couldn't do it without the followers. Like we're all a team. I've got uh, over 340,000 followers, and they're they're the digital soldiers out there pushing the each individual mission out there every day, and we get it done. And it's a beautiful thing to see and to be a part of. Well. We want to thank you very much uh, for all the work that you do, and especially today for, you know, coming up to bat for us on such short notice. We greatly appreciate that. We appreciate all the work that you're doing for Code of Vets, and uh, we want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. I uh, encourage all our listeners out there and the readers of SoftRep, if, uh, you know, if veterans are near and dear to your heart, which we know that they are because you wouldn't be reading and listening to SoftRep, Dot com without that please donate this is a very worthy cause and as Gretchen just told y'all 98 percent you know 98 cents on the dollar is going to the veterans which is where it belongs and that my friends is the way it's supposed to be so for myself Steve Balistrieri Gretchen Smith thank you for joining us we want to thank everyone for listening this afternoon it's been a lot of fun and uh keep that uh Dial tuned, folks. We'll be back with another podcast real soon at SoftRep Radio on Time on Target. And we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to SoftRep Radio. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. 
Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.